welcome to the Cake Show. Today, I have co-host Eddie Apollinari, who's going to help answer some questions regarding education. Thank you for being on the show, Eddie. I would like to introduce you to Eddie Apollinari. Hey, nice to meet you guys. Well, I've heard a lot about the show, so I'm really glad to be here. And hopefully, hope you guys learn a little bit about our topic today. Today, we're going to be talking about three different questions. What are we really open to learning from our students? How do we go learning about that? How do we encourage our students to talk, engage with each other, despite the differences—culture, political, religious, etc.? Also. With regards to professional and personal growth, what takes me or us out of our comfort zone? How does this being aware of this apply to my future practice as an educator, colleague, and a member of the community? So let's start with the first question: What are we really open to learning from our students? How do we go about that? What do you think, Edgar? Well, from our students, I feel like. We get to learn a lot about ourselves. I feel like one of the best things about being a student is being able to like connect with the teachers. I feel like when you're able to really connect with a teacher, you're able to learn more not just about ourselves but also other people.、Um, for example, like I felt like I had a lot of teachers that I was able to talk to not just about like school, but I was able to talk to them about life. Like I remember one a time. Where I was feeling really flustered. I think I was coming back from lunch or something, and I remember I went to my science teacher. I was the first one in there, and instead of it just being awkward, me sitting down and not talking to anyone,、uh, I remember the teacher came up to me. He saw that I was all dressed up. I think it was for a sports game, and he was asking me, "Oh, I didn't know you played sports." Like, and I was talking to him about it, and. I just remember that the teacher really just was curious to like learn about me, and I felt like I was more inclined to talk about him. And I asked him a question about his life, and I got to learn that he had kids, and they were older. And I feel like kind of what I learned from that is like when you're a teacher, your not only job is not only to teach, but also like help people grow. And I remember after I talked to him, I talked to him something about like. A relationship I had at the moment, and I remember he was really helpful and like really just made me like rethink how I thought things, and just made me look at a different perspective. And I feel like what I want to learn from a teacher or a student is like personal growth. I feel like it's really important. That's really interesting to hear about your teacher. Um, for me, there were a couple of teachers I got really close to, but since we did have a small school of two hundred students, it was easier to get to know everyone. And if you didn't know some new athletes, knew their name. And for teachers, we knew their children. And since it was such such a small town, um, I would have violin lessons or sports with the teachers. Children, so we all kind of got to connect a little bit, and it made it easier to see teachers as humans. Because I feel like a lot of students forget that teachers are humans, 
sometimes when we see them at grocery stores, like it's just weird to see they have a, a life outside of the classroom. For me, as a future teacher, what I'm open to learn from the students is everything. I am. I want to learn everything about them. I know it will take time, um, depending on the student, because some students won't trust me or give me the, the respect right away, and that's okay. I just gotta earn it. But I know some students they have their own way and process of telling people stuff. So I think if it's more deep and personal. I would be more cautious on how we can learn about that. Maybe I would have them write a letter to me in the beginning of this year and introducing themselves so then they can write it out and be kind of um, more confidential. And uh, um, hopefully as the months go by, they feel more comfortable with me and we build that relationship. So then they can, they can come to me and that I'm not just... Um, someone who's going to, you know, be harsh on them on the assignments. I'm not going to do that, but I don't want them to see me as someone who they can't reach out to. Um, so hopefully they can come to me when they need help. I can be the resource, and um, hopefully I can make that connection as a teacher. Now let's go to the second question. How do we encourage our students to talk, engage with each other despite the differences culturally, political, religious, etc.? What do you think, Edgar? Um, I feel like for me, like I think the best thing is just asking questions. I feel like um, I know for me, I'm Hispanic, so I feel like there's a lot of cultural differences. Like um, in my high school, I grew up, um, I felt like it wasn't as diverse, so I feel like. It was really different, and I feel like a lot of teachers were really hesitant about asking questions. But I feel like that's one of the best things you can do if you're curious about something. Just ask. Um, probably don't face it the way <laughs> or it makes it inappropriate, or someone might take it the wrong way. But I feel like asking questions is always good, and I feel like if someone's curious about something, it's better to like learn about it from someone like from their perspective. Like, for example, I felt like some teachers, like, asked me some questions. Um, I remember there was, like, a cultural event that was happening. I think they were asking me something about it because they heard about it recently in town. And I remember, like, I was really involved with it. So I feel like I was really, like, excited and happy to talk about it because I feel like um, I think cultural and, like, political or religious stuff shouldn't be, like, all be left at the door. I feel like if people want to talk about it, I think it's okay. Discussion. I don't think it should be like an argument, but I feel like learning from other people is always a good thing to do and something to broaden your perspective. So I feel like I really liked how a teacher asked me about my cultural beliefs and just asked me questions about it because I was able to explain myself. They would learn more about my culture. And I feel like we were able to connect a lot more or not just like superficial like level. For me, for this question, how do we encourage our students to talk, engage with each other despite their differences? I think that's more on respect because if someone doesn't respect 
another person won't talk to that person because of the culture. That's more on the student. I mean, I I can only do so much as a teacher, future teacher. I can't be their parent and teach them how to respect someone. To because I don't want to get in trouble with the parents. I can teach them to a certain extent. Like that's just not we don't disrespect each other because of cultures.、Um, if something's unfamiliar with you about someone's culture, you can always ask them, but in a more polite way, instead of being in their faces. But for political, that gets a little bit messy because whoever side you on, you always think you're right. And as a teacher, I know I'm gonna have my views, so that's gonna be tough. But I feel like this, the United States has been very divided. But I think we can become more、um, united despite our differences.、Um, for religion,、mm, it comes, it goes with respect as well. You can't、um, disrespect someone for the religion. I know that happens, but、um, we just have to not that let, not let that happen. And if we do see it happen, or if we do hear it, we do have to confront them and maybe take it up to the principal or someone who is higher in the I、um, power system,、um, depending on how. Deep gets,、um, like if it's violent, then of course we're gonna address that. If it's with words, then we're gonna talk to him about it. Maybe it just really depends on each situation. But、um, hopefully, our students can be respectful. Also, with this comes with being educated. So being educated about different religions and cultures, and just being aware and thoughtful. And just being respectful as humans. Yeah, I feel like Kaylee brings up a really good point about respect. Because I feel like I don't know. I remember it was like years ago. I think this was like sophomore year of high school. So this was so long ago. But I remember this event so clearly.、Um, I remember. I had this student.、Um, I won't say her name here, but I remember she came up to me, and、uh, we were both just in class. I never met her before, and、I、remember she asked me a question, and I was just like so surprised by it that it was like stuck with me for a long time.、And、I remember she asked me like, "Oh, what part of India are you from?" And I feel like that to me was really disrespectful. Like I know what Kaylee was saying about respect, and I feel like that's a really good point to have. I think when you're asking questions, you should really try to be respectful and careful how you phrase things. Because I felt for me,、um, even though I'm darker skinned Hispanic, I feel like it was a little bit disrespectful to assume I'm a certain culture. And I feel like it's always okay to ask a question, but I feel like being respectful and just trying to phrase it correctly, I think is really important. So I feel like when you're bringing up like really、um, sensitive topics or just something that's like more personal, I think really be careful and be respectful to like other people and how you would like to be asked something.
Yeah, some people can be a little bit um, disrespectful. Sometimes I don't think it's their intention, but it comes across um, disrespectful because it is. They just don't, they aren't aware of it. Um, for me, I am Asian. So I think sometimes people forget that Asia is a continent. They kind of forget that's how large it is. So people really do assume that I am everything but Chinese. So they would come up to me and like, are you Thai or Filipino or Japanese or Korean or Hawaiian? But like, no, I always have to correct them. No, I'm Chinese. But it's just a little bit odd how people assume I'm something or how they're a little bit confident. The ones who are more confident are the ones who come up to me and start speaking in Japanese. And their Japanese is pretty basic, so I would understand them, but that does not mean I am Japanese. I would just pretend I didn't understand them and just speak, respond to them in English or just ignore them altogether, but just a little bit awkward. And some people... Some people who actually know I'm Chinese, I mean, they're strangers and they come up to me and they start talking to me in Chinese and they say hello. And I don't respond to them, but I just say I don't speak Chinese. I know what, they, what they're saying, but like I'm not going to start talking back to them in Chinese. Um, it's just a little bit weird, but I think that's just something... I mean, it's not something we can accept, but we can possibly teach our students how to be respectful, like be a little bit more culturally aware. The last question is, with regards to professional and personal growth, what takes me out of my comfort zone? How does being aware of this apply to my future practice as an educator, colleague, and a member of my community? What do you think, Edgar? Um, I feel like for something that really takes me out of my comfort zone is usually like science or math. And I feel like being aware of this is just really important because um, instead of pretending that you know something, I think it's a lot better to keep asking questions. And I feel like for an educator, I feel like that's an important thing. Uh, I know that not all the teachers will have all the answers I need, but I feel like for me, when I was an RA, like a resident assistant, I remember like we were trained for two weeks and we went over so many hours of training of different like emergencies that could happen, different questions people would ask me. But in the end of the day, they're not going to teach us everything. And I feel like that's going to be the same thing when you're a teacher, when I'm a lawyer, there's just going to be so many professions where you, you won't know everything right off the start. But I think through experiences and just over the years and just learning from other people, I feel like that's when you're going to really like learn more about your profession because I know for me, like, if I don't know a lot about science or math, um, I know I can ask other people who can correct me in the right way.
I remember when I was doing like a job shadow and I felt like um, I kept asking the person questions and I remember I was just really curious to learn about everything they do and how they go throughout their day and they were pretty much able to answer a lot of them but I remember that I asked them a question about like translating because it's something that like I'm really passionate about and hopefully I can do when I'm a lawyer and able to like translate for other people and how that process would work. Well, this lawyer, um, he didn't work in anything near that or was in that field that I really specifically wanted, but he did have a colleague. And I remember like, um, we met them like later throughout that day and they introduced me to them. And I was able to ask another person who's like really into that field who does exactly what I would want to potentially do. And I feel like that was really important for me because like if they didn't have the answers, instead of them just tell me what they don't really know about and something that won't really help me, instead they sought for help and asked for someone who like really knew their stuff. And I feel like that's really important is just not trying to give out an answer, a half-ass answer, and just giving an answer that – um getting help from someone else and who was able to answer that. Something that takes me out of my comfort zone is not being able to control the situation. For instance, student practicum is next month, but I don't have any placements. I did choose three Seattle high schools, but none of them um, really want a student teacher, so I'm a little bit stressed and worried about that, considering I feel like most people have their placements by now, and it's only, it's less than a month away. So that's something I have to learn that I can't control. I just have to go with the flow, which is a little bit hard for me to do. Something my comfort zone is um, letting people in. I've It's hard for me to be myself. Actually, only two people know how I am for my true self um, in my whole life. So it's hard for me to let people in. And I know that the black one, we have gotten a little bit closer, but I'm still out of my comfort zone. And it is going to take me a while to get comfortable and trust because trust is extremely hard for me to do. But um. As a teacher, if I, I have to learn how to bring those walls down and let um, build this trust between us because that's part of building a relationship. And so another thing is um, I am a student, as we all know. I want to become a teacher, but I also have a business, and I'm worried that what if my business becomes a failure? And but what if another question is what if it becomes like really successful? Because right now it's it's good, but what if it becomes bigger? What if I want to pursue that instead of teaching? I don't know if I can do both. So that's a couple questions that brings me out of my comfort zone. And um then for teaching, it's what if I can't be a good teacher? What if I go walk into a classroom and I have no idea what I'm doing? And the students are looking back at me like I'm 
weird, which I wouldn't blame them. But what if there's so many things and obstacles that just makes me not a good teacher? So like not being able to control the situation is brings me out of the comfort zone. Um, but I have to learn to be okay with failure. I have to be okay with not being having everything right, and I have to learn that being at my comfort zone, it that's where growth is. When you're at your comfort zone, you grow, and you become stronger. And you can sometimes when you have your comfort zone, you realize you can do things you never knew you could, because you're out of your comfort zone. So that's the end of the cake show. I just want to do a special thank you to Eddie for taking his time out of the day to come on this podcast and share his answers and his thoughts.、Um, thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. This has been a really incredible time. Hope you guys got something valuable out of it, and I hope you guys have a great afternoon. So those were our thoughts of. The questions: What are we really open to learning from our students? How do we go about that learning? How do we encourage our students to talk, engage with each other, despite the differences culturally, politically, and religiously, etc. With regards to professional and personal growth, what takes me out of my comfort zone? How does being aware of this apply to my future practice as an educator, colleague, and a member of a community? I hope you all enjoyed our answers and thoughts. I hope you enjoyed. Having Eddie on the show, but since it's the last podcast for the Cake Show, I hope you have a great day and thank you for always listening and supporting the Cake Show. Yay! Oh, thank you.